Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. You can listen and subscribe to the show for free on Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Blog Talk Radio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. For network or show information, visit ByteRadio.me. And now, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guest is L. Hari, and we will be talking about her book, Twin Flames Exposed. L. Hari is a number one international best-selling author and twin flame and ascension expert who helps people overcome fear, pain, and self-sabotaging limitations in order to guide them forward their, to their, toward their true nature of bliss and perpetual happiness. After experiencing her own twin flame journey, Elle left her career as a lawyer to help others navigate their own paths toward ascension. Now, as the founder and CEO of El Hari Universal LLC and creator of the Be With Your Twin Flame and Mastery of Ascension Alchemy brands, El helps her students learn to unconditionally love themselves and manifest their greatest dreams. Her mission is driven by a passion to expand people's awareness of the truth of the twin flame journey and assist humanity's spiritual ascension on the global scale. Elle has written four best-selling books, including Twin Flames Exposed, Love Exposed, Yes, I Can, and Savvy Spirituality, The Sophisticated, Fun, and Fabulous Person's Ultimate Guide to Everlasting Happiness. She has recently been named to the prestigious Brains Global 500 list for 2020 alongside of Vice President Kamala Harris and Elon Musk and the top 10 powerful women of 2021 on Yahoo Finance alongside Oprah Winfrey. For her expertise, Elle has been featured in Nikki Swift, M-E-A-W-W, Elephant Journal, and more. Today, she's here to reveal to us insights from Twin Flames Exposed, why most of what you think you know about Twin Flames isn't true, and how to understand the truth is the key to being with your own Twin Flame in this lifetime. For more information, you can visit her website, which is be with you. Excuse me, BeWithYourTwinFlame.com. Again, that's BeWithYourTwinFlame.com. And with that, I'd like to welcome Elle to the show. Good day, Elle. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. I'm looking forward to talking about this topic. This is one that I think is, um, for those who kind of look into the twin flame idea, it can be confusing. <laughs> and uh, you have a very, um, you know, very unique, uh, you know, view of it. So anyway, I'm looking forward to talking about twin flames. So. Let's start with, um, would you define what a twin flame, from your point of view, what a twin flame is? Yes, of course. Um, Twin flame is the same soul in two bodies. So um, everyone has a twin flame, and they are a twin flame. It's 
it's the soul, your soul sharing a body with another physical body. Okay. Now, see, that was the one, that was the one thing that really got me when I first started reading about it, is the idea of it being one soul split. Um, so, um, I, I guess, you know, um, I can explain why that to, is, to, if you'd like me to. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, because, you know, when you think about a soul, you, you think about, you know, a person, a soul, you know, that that is coming down. Sure. You don't think of it as being um, part of another, you know, I mean, or, or having an identical version happening at the same time. Right. It's important to realize that um, on the soul level, the soul is just energy, right, as everything is. And so if you think of your soul as like, say, a cloud of energy mm. or an energetic field, um, when the soul is, the soul originates in 5D, the fifth dimension, right? But when we incarnate here and we're born into the third dimension, which is the physical world, that's where we get our physical bodies. And so it's the same soul. The soul is not split up into the two different bodies. It's one shared energetic field that, that just has two physical bodies with it while it's here in the physical world, if that, if that resonates. So, but okay. why that is, I mm-hmm. can tell you why that is. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. why that is, is because in the fifth dimension, you know, everything just is, it's a different energy. It's a different energetic paradigm than the third dimension. And the soul being energy, it needs to assimilate to the energetic paradigm of the third dimension. And the one of the third dimension is one of opposites and duality. And you can see that where we have up and down, hot and cold, in and out, good and bad, light and dark. You know, everything has an opposite here. And so the soul being energy needs to make two opposites of itself in order to assimilate here. And that's why it has two physical bodies. One opposite of itself is within one physical body and the other opposite of itself is within the other physical body. And opposites in energetic terms are referred to as polarities. So one twin flame is one polarity and the other twin flame is the other polarity of the same energetic field or frequency or vibration or however you want to think about it, energetic wave, however you want to think and envision energy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I get the, the dual. No, I mean, you know, this is, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, I, um, the idea of um, looking at the soul as an energetic field, you know, and that it is, you know, that two people can be drawn from that same energetic field. So that I mean that once once I kind of take it into that energetic field, you know that kind of um, makes it easier for me to understand what that you know having that um, that dual aspect. Um, so what would what would be um, let me put this is is the well what's the the twin flame journey? What's that journey about? Okay, so. Um so everyone has and is a twin flame. It's how we, we are able to be here in the physical, in the physical world, like I just explained. Um, right. But, and everyone has crossed paths with their twin flame in this and every lifetime. Um, you know, you could have grown up next door to your twin flame. You could be married to your twin flame or in a relationship with your twin flame right now. You could work with your twin flame, you know. So everyone's crossed paths with their twin flame in some form or other. 
What happens, though, at some point, and this only happens when the soul is ready, there's no way we can make it happen or will it to happen or intentionally have it happen. We don't even feel when it happens. There's no aha moment or epiphany or anything like that. But at some moment when the soul decides it's ready, it recognizes itself within the physical other physical body of the twin flame. And at that moment, that's called soul recognition. And when that happens, the two polarities that I spoke about, the one in one twin flame and the other in the other twin flame become activated. And those, those polarities, they, kind, they build up. It's like an energetic buildup. And at that point, the twin flames are like drawn together, stuck together like magnet, magnets physically. They, they feel like mm-hmm. they've never connected with anyone else. <laughs> it's very intense. It's very, uh, you know, sweeping you off your feet kind of whirlwind um, type feeling. But as they build up, as those polarities build up, they reach what I call the tipping point. And at that point, the polarities start manifesting physically. And how they manifest is as a push-pull dynamic. So one twin flame becomes a push energy while the other twin flame becomes a pull energy. So the push twin flame pushes their energy out towards the, the physical form of the pull twin flame while the pull twin flame pulls away from the push twin flame in tandem. So if you can picture that, it seems like it would be almost impossible for the two physical bodies of of the one soul, of the twin flames, to come together when this push-pull dynamic is going on, on the energetic level. And so that's what happens. That's really what's going on with the twin flame journey. Okay. So the for first of all, the the fact that they will have cross paths, is this one of, uh, I mean, is it um, a case where, not only do you have a twin flame, but that you will at some point in your life cross paths or even, I mean, not even just cross paths, but also maybe build toward that recognition, that soul recognition. Yes, yes, you will definitely cross paths in some way, shape, or form. However that plays out, you know, physically, um, that's, you know, there's an infinite number of ways. But, um, yes. And then when your soul is ready, it's just when your soul is ready, you know, you would have soul recognition and begin the twin flame journey. Um, You know, it doesn't matter until you embark on the twin flame journey, whether or not you know if someone's your twin flame or not, because at that point it's just a label or a name and it really doesn't matter. You know, Um, the only reason Mm -hmm. why we need to even label it as twin flames and anyone needs to know is because, people when they're on the journey it's very pain it can be very painful very confusing um you know it's almost like they don't recognize themselves sometimes and so you know it's important for them to know you know what what's going on and you know that's when you know they can find out that oh it's a twin flame journey that i'm experiencing you know so that's really the only reason why it even matters to call someone your twin flame (laughs) is once you're on the journey and so that you know that that's what you're dealing with yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the idea of that, that push-pull dynamic, I mean, when whenever I've heard of Twin Flames, it's either been that, you know, super spectacular combination, you know, that uh, pushes, you know, lifts everyone up, lifts both up, or it's one that is like, you know, a positive and negative kind of um you know, electricity that, I mean, it just, um, 
it's like friction. So is the fact that when they come in that we have that dual aspect is is the um, when it comes to the recognition, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, if, if you're, let's just say that my twin flame would be, um, would they be the, I guess, the polar opposite of me? I mean, would, would, it, would it be one of those cases where, you know, it's like a negative charge and a positive charge? I mean, you know, what positive, negative, that light and dark, is that the kind of duality um, that exists between the two? Um, on the energetic level, yes, the push and the pull. Okay. Um, that's the duality on the energy level, on, on the level of the soul. Now, this has nothing mm-hmm. to do with personality or character traits or anything like that, nothing physical, because that's not how the twin flames are connected. The twin flames are connected only through the shared soul, not through anything physical. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really translate necessarily to physical, you know, personality okay. or, or physical traits or anything like that. It can. I mean, okay. you know, so, just like it can with yeah. anyone else. You could be, you know, like an opposite personality from somebody else, but they're not your twin flame. You know what I mean? Or it cannot. Yeah. It doesn't have to. Yeah, well, that, that answers the question as to why, you know, when you're talking about twin flames, that it isn't necessarily a, a partnership kind of, you know, situation, that it can be someone um, in your circle, you know, maybe even a friend. I mean, it can be just about anybody within your circle. So, um, you know, and I think that's maybe one of the misconceptions about what twin flames are is that I think people tend to look again toward that physical romantic um, aspect. Right, yes. And while that's definitely uh, probably the most common way that the journey begins, um, you know, it's the catalyst for the journey, um, it's not necessarily always the way twin flames start out knowing each other physically. You're right. It could mm-hmm. be anyone in like their circle in their lives. We've also had a lot of students who have just been friends with their twin flames and they never even took it to the romantic level. Also very common twin flames meeting online and living, you know, on opposite ends of the earth, but yet just through the never meeting in person at all, but just through the energy of communicating through, you know, the internet or whatever, they, they, the energy, the soul is that powerful. It can still recognize itself and build up. So there's, there's an infinite number of ways, um, you know, it can Mm -hmm. happen. Yeah. So you indicate that, you know, when the, when the soul is ready, the, the awareness will happen. So is this one of those cases? I mean, is there a, since it's the same soul, is there a, um, is it one of these cases where it just, I guess, you know, for lack of a better word, notifies each of them, you know, or, or you know, some there is that, that mutual recognition, or is it maybe just one person, you know, recognizes it and then the other kind of comes along? I mean, you know, kind of, I guess, the idea is as if it's going to be, um, that if that recognition comes from that soul energy, um, is it maybe one who is more connected to that soul energy that may un- have their recognition first? You know, I guess that the question is kind of like, how do you, how do you even know, you know, if, you, if you've met a, a twin flame? 
Yeah, that, no, that's great. I understand the question you're asking. Um, so the recognition, first of all, it, it's soul recognition, and there, it's one soul. So it's really just right. on the energetic terms that um, it recognizes itself both ways, for both twin ways. Okay. Um, but that's not conscious. So well, you're, I think also what you want to know okay. is um, are both twin flames aware consciously and recognize it consciously? And right. um, mm-hmm. not necessarily. So, um, you know, the, so many people that, you know, are on this journey, they weren't even spiritual people really into that mm-hmm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. And the journey kind of made them, you know, they go, they're, they're experiencing the journey um, and, you asked like what how do you know you're on the journey well here's here's like main three main re, um, signs that you could know um, and it really has nothing to do with the relating before uh, the soul recognition which a lot of um, you know if you look at signs you're on a twin flame journey they have to do with how you were in the relating aspect before uh, the energies started the push-pull but really, um, you can have any kind of um, closeness and resonance like that with a closely resonant soulmate. That's not your twin flame. So really, the three ways to tell if you're on a twin flame journey would be, um, first of all, you know, suddenly you're feeling you, like you've never gotten along better with someone, and then you don't know what happened, and they're like gone, right? And there's two dynamics ways that dynamic can play out. The pull twin flame pulls away, blocks, ghosts. Uh, you know, doesn't want anything to do with the bush twin flame anymore, seemingly, and seemingly just disappears or tries to. Um, and then the other <laughs> dynamic okay. is that they, the twin flames are stuck in a, in a push-pull back-and-forth relating pattern where the pull twin flame seems to come in and out of the push twin flame's life. And usually whenever they leave, they go back to um, a spouse that they had before they met their twin flame or, you know, some other kind of relationship that they had. So those are the two uh, relating dynamics that are very common when you're on the twin flame journey. But the push twin flame is the one that, that usually goes looking for the help that finds out that, that, that they're on a twin flame journey. Because the push energy, this is fear-based energy because, remember, it's a duality. And duality, mm-hmm. all, all duality is fear. And so the fear-based energy also controls the mind. And it's also addictive energy. So... The push twin flames, fear-based push energy that's addictive is controlling their mind and causing their mind only to focus. It's like they're obsessed. They can't focus on anything other Mm -hmm. than the pull twin flame. The pull twin flame, same thing, addictive fear-based energy, but because of the nature of it pulling away from the push energy, it still, it needs to try to focus on anything else but the push twin flame, right? So um, the push twin flame is the one who seemingly um, becomes almost obsessed with the pull twin flame. So that's another sign. They really can't focus on anything else. They can't stop the thought about what the, pu- the pull twin flame is doing and what are they, who are they with and all this other stuff. So that's another um, sign. Another sign that they're on the twin flame journey is that they experience what's called core wound pain. Now, core wound pain takes place usually either in the heart, solar plexus, or sacral chakra. Um, it would be one of those chakras. And um, it, it ranges anywhere from like a clenching or tightening feeling all the way to feeling like you have a hole, a gaping hole in there and your soul's been literally ripped from your body and anywhere in between. Mm. So there's degrees of the core wound pain. But um, 
that that is also a sign. And so, and the, the third sign really is doubt. Just doubt that this could happen because, like I said, many people they don't know about it, and then they're they're you know shattered on the floor, heartbroken, obsessed, pain, and they don't know what's going on, and so they Google it, and they you know come hmm. across oh it's a twin flame journey. And, you know, then they're like, they read it, but they're like, no, there's no way. Why would we be twin flames? You know, like we've only known each other six weeks or, you know, it's, it's, right. we're both married to other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like <laughs> there's so many different things. Or, you know, we've only met online. You know, we never even met each other in person. But it's, you know, so those are the signs. But there's always yeah. a doubt to it because doubt is fear as well. So as long as that fear-based energy yeah. is there, there's going to be some some little bit of doubt, always just doubting that this could possibly be what this is. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when you, when you were describing that, you know, um, a chance where, you know, the idea of like, how can it be me, you know, I, we're both married and that kind of thing, um, that to me, you know, um, um, points to, I guess, the idea of it being – a, a physical connect, you know, the, um, that there is going to be a physical connect, not necessarily sexual, but a physical kind, of, some kind of physical connection, um, or is it an emotional connection? I mean, you know, because um, you know when we, you know, when this happens, you know, when when there's that recognition, um, you know, it, it seems to me that there, from that point on that there is going to be that that push pull is a, an innate um, energy that that just that uh, creates friction i mean it seems to be you know um you know that that push pull you know ideally you're going to want to kind of come together kind of thing you know energetically um so why if if there is that um, the potential or, or that core wound happening or, you know, the, that someone, you know, is suddenly gone, you know, that recognition. Why, why do that? <laughs> Excuse me. Why would we set ourselves up for that? Well, we have no choice. Remember, it's only when the soul just determines it's ready is that even going to come into play, right? Or is the push pull going to be activated within the twin flames? But why, what the whole point of the journey is, why the soul does that is because it's yeah. actually the push-pull is the part of yourself. It's the denied energetic shadow part of, of your soul. And so the twin flame, that's the push. They're meant to see that push fear-based energy within themselves. And they're meant to identify it and accept it without judgment and not resist it and really just like feel through it. And so doing they alchemize it. It becomes transmuted into love energy. And our soul, our soul energy is love energy. So the soul actually absorbs, <laughs> for lack of a better word, it's really transmutes. It's mm-hmm. alchemy, really. But it absorbs, say, um, the, the fear-based energy as, um, as the push twin flame sees it. It absorbs it. The soul absorbs it. And it, it just becomes part of the soul. And it becomes love energy. And in so doing, the twin flames, the, the push twin flame shifts closer into alignment with its, with its soul. And that is its truth right. and it's everything it desires. And, you know, the soul's the most powerful energy in the universe next to source energy. And it, it's just perfect. 
And so um, the whole point of this is to see that denied part of yourself, which is the, the denied shadow part of yourself, which is the fear-based energy, and to just accept it and, and you know, see what comes in with it. And, you know, it's, it's a journey of self-love. And every time you see it, you work through, we call it, it's like peeling through the layers of an onion to get closer mm-hmm. and closer to your truth. And so that's really what it is. This is actually a beautiful journey. It's not, it's not, it's about so much more than just being in a physical relationship with, you know, your twin flame. (laughs) That's like the icing on the cake and like sometimes the catalyst, but that's not the point of it at all. You know, there's a much deeper, bigger um, picture to this whole thing. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, in, in the way that you describe it, it sounds like, you know, the soul, if we're going to have it, let's say, an intent, the intent is to um, create a situation or an environment where one part of the soul that operates from fear, you know, operates from fear, um, to get, like you say, kind of recognized and own and then transform that fear into love which feeds on which feeds into the soul so i mean it seems like it's kind of like the whole purpose is to set up a situation for that alchemy to happen from fear to love exactly okay that is (laughs) Hmm. yeah okay okay well now are there different stages of, of this journey um, not really. That's a myth. Um, okay. that's, that's a common myth. People say you have to go through different stages. It's really not. Um, it's however, you know, wherever you're at is, is perfect. And, um, people can, you know, move through the journey and alchemize their fear very quickly in a matter of weeks. Some, it takes years. Some it's, you know, it's a process. I mean, it's always a process, but you know, it's, it's how quickly people, you know, move through it. I'd like to say, or really alchemize their fear. It's all, you know, how quickly they, you know, apply, um, you know, the teachings and learn how to do it really. Yeah. It's an individual, you know, it's all individualized. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now in a, in a few minutes, um, we're going to take um, a short break, Al. And um, are you open to taking questions from callers if there are any questions? Oh, absolutely. I would love that. Thank you. Okay, great. Okay, great. I just want to let listeners know who are listening live that if you want to call in and ask Al any questions, you can call in at 619-789-4359. And for those listening live in the chat room, if you have any questions, feel free to pose them there. Okay, so – is is the is there always a resolution to to this? I mean, are is there um, is it kind of maybe a, a hit and miss whether or not um, the two parts of the flame each each flame will get to the point of that know that transmutation of of fear i mean is it possible where we can go through this particular lifetime and maybe the it it doesn't work so to speak you know what i'm saying 
Um, it works. It's always working. It's a process, and it's a forward-moving journey. Okay. You can never go backwards. So it's always, quote-unquote, working. Remember, there's no goal or end game um, physically in the physical world. Um, you know, if you balance enough regarding yourself and your okay. plane without suit to um, neutralize the push-pull, your soul can then bring its two physical bodies together. And the soul will do that. Um, okay. Now, again, it's the process. Now, can you maintain that without, uh, you know, more of your fear-based energy coming up? I mean, that's up to each mm-hmm. individual person as well. But, you know, you'll always get chances. It's not like, you know, nothing in this physical world is permanent. So even if you, if you are with your twin flame physically for the rest of this lifetime, I mean, you're eternally with your twin flame always because you're the same soul. Only the soul is eternal. You know, nothing right. physical here is. So um, you're always with your twin flame. You are your twin flame. And so you can never be separated from your twin flame, really. Okay. So, yeah, and so basically any progress on the journey is progress for the soul. I mean, period. Yeah. Whether, you know, that it, yeah. okay. So there's not necessarily an end game other than that, that going through the journey and experiencing, you know, that recognition and, and hopefully, you know, you know, transforming that energy from fear energy into love energy, you know, that it's, um, it's just one of those things that is done on, I guess, you know, um, I mean, it's just an ongoing, like you said, it's on, an ongoing um, process. Yeah, so the journey is the destination pretty much until, okay, so the whole point of why we are in every lifetime we live and eventually we'll all reach this is ascension, right? So this is part of the ascension process. Ascension just means that you will have no more fear-based energy, not even just regarding yourself and your twin flame, but regarding everything and anyone else. Right, because we all relate with everything and everyone with fear-based um, energy in the physical world. We just aren't aware of it, but everyone's relating with everyone else that way. Um, so eventually, when we reach ascension, ascension means to rise up. So we're rising up out of that fear-based paradigm, that energy of the push-pull of the duality, and we do that by alchemizing all of our fear regarding everything and everyone. But, you know, so the twin flame journey is just a tiny part, just a small part of that, just optimizing mm-hmm. it regarding okay. yourself, which is your twin flame. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take that sure. quick break. Um, and then when we come okay. back, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, that core wound pain and healing and, and how that all fits in, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Okay, great. Everyone stay tuned. We'll be right back after this brief break. Hello. This is Robert Sharp. I want to thank you for joining us, and I hope that you are enjoying today's show. Just a reminder that we have a wealth of information and resources available on our website, byteradio.me. There is a calendar of upcoming shows, along with an archive link that will give you access to more than 1,600 shows that we have had during the past 12 years. Also on the site is a link to the products and services we provide. Books, nature photography, calendars, and 5x7 photo greeting cards. Our show is a free podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and TuneIn. And you can subscribe for free on any of those platforms by using the links on our website homepage. 
We are on social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, etc. And we also have buttons to those platforms on the top of our homepage. Our website, byteradio.me, has much for you to explore and enjoy. I also very much appreciate you supporting our guests, and especially today's guest. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone. Thank you for staying with us again today. My special guest is Elle Hari, and we are talking about her book, her new book, Twin Flames Exposed, Why Most of What You Think You Know About Twin Flames Isn't True, and How Understanding the Truth is the Key to Being with Your Twin Flame in This Lifetime. For more information, you can visit Elle's website, which is BeWithYourTwinFlame.com. Okay, with that, we're back, Elle. Hi. Great. Now, um, I did want to point out um, that on your website, um, at the very top of the website, um, you have a a link for a free clarity consultation. So would you mind sharing what that is for for, for the listeners? Yes, sure. So um, it's it's if you have um, maybe uh, an inkling or you might not know, if you are or not experiencing a twin flame journey, you can schedule. It's a quick 15-minute um, consultation with one of our amazing um, clarity coaches, and they know, you know, they're pros at this, and they mm-hmm. know exactly, um, you know, what they're dealing with, and they can help you, um, you know, figure out where you are, provide some clarity if you're confused about your own situation, and help guide you towards uh, ways we can support you through that as well. Well, great, great. And just want to also let listeners know, too, that you have your, your books and teachings and podcasts and blog there, so there's a lot to explore. So, yes, okay, so, to explore. <laughs> let's, <laughs> so let's talk about, you know, healing. Um, now, you mentioned earlier um, about, you know, one of the um, ways to know um, a, that you're kind of in that uh, twin flame situation is the idea of an, an kind of a, even if it's not identified, but a core wound pain. So mm-hmm. can you talk about, um, see, one of the things that I've often wondered, I mean, you know, we have this, there's a lot of attention given to healing. Um, and mm-hmm. what I sometimes wonder is that, you know, is the wound um, that needs healing um, created just for that purpose to, to have, you know, I mean, it's like, well, you know, when you're coming into this particular lifetime, um, you know, what, um, where, where is the wound that, that needs healing? So the wound, the core wound is not actually a wound that needs healing. Nothing with the soul requires healing because our soul is whole and complete and perfect. There's nothing missing. There's nothing broken. There's nothing sick about it, right? Um, So there's no healing involved with the twin flame journey because the twin flame journey takes place on the level of the soul. So it's not healing. I know the the terminology can be confusing because it is is core wound, but it's not a wound that needs to be healing. Don't worry. What that basically just means is it's the place in your body um, where your 
your fear-based push-pull energy enters and leaves your body. And, you know, with your twin flame, if you're the push energy, which most people, you know, coming to, <laughs> coming to like, you know, find out about the twin flame journey and looking for help, they're push energy. Um, that, you know, always, always pushes out from one of your, either your heart, solar plexus, or sacral chakra, and it pushes out, um, you know, from your body there towards, you know, the physical form of your twin flame. But everyone, we all are pushing and pulling our fear-based energy, um, you know, up in front of our body or pulling it out the back of our body whenever we relate with everyone else. Everyone's doing it. It's obviously in a deeply subconscious level. Nobody knows they're doing it. But that's how Mm -hmm. um, we're relating. And if you actually take a look at the the planet and you look at it on just an energetic level, you'll see that everyone is connecting with everyone else through energetic waves. Um, It looks like a matrix or spider web of energy. And that's this Mm -hmm. push-pull energy that's going on. And that's just how we relate with everyone as humans. And so that's also what the, the part of your body is the core wound where, where that energy, you know, the fear-based energy resides and it pushes and pulls out, out of your body when you relate with people. So that's, that's what that is. It's just where it's seated. And then when you're on the twin flame journey and that push um, energy becomes activated um, at full recognition, what happens is where it, it stays in your body, one of those three chakras, um, it, it, like it can get very, it, it can be very painful. And like I said, it can, mm-hmm. it can range anywhere from like um, a, a clenching or twisting or like squeezing feeling all the way along a spectrum to feeling like, you know, it's, you've been completely disemboweled <laughs> pretty much right there wow. um, and everywhere in between. Yeah. But that's just an activation. So it, that, that goes away when you learn how to neutralize the push energy. Okay, so when when activated, that's how it manifests physically, or you know yeah. uh, how someone can recognize it as happening. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. So now, um, all of this talk about twin flame journey. Um, do you have any, I understand you have some personal experience, so would you mind sharing with the listeners kind of what got you, you know, to focus on this particular area? Yeah, so um, I, well, why I got to focus on it, what I'm doing now, is that I experienced my twin flame journey eight years ago. Eight years ago, twin flames wasn't even a buzzword or mainstream in spiritual circles. And I know this because um, I was, you know, I met my twin flame. I was with him for six short weeks and, you know, he pulled away and I was left there. I felt like I was on the extreme end of the core wound pain. I felt like I was completely disemboweled. I couldn't move. I cried all the time. I couldn't function. I couldn't focus on anything but him, you know, stalking him on social media, stalking him. I I, I didn't recognize myself because I wasn't that type of a person. Um, I just mm-hmm. gotten out of a two-year contentious divorce. Um, I was a single mom of two young preschool-age kids, and I couldn't be a mom to them. I didn't recognize myself. I, just, I didn't know what was going on, why I was acting this crazy, and I couldn't stop crying. I was in anguish. I consulted 13 different people from a therapist to spiritual advisors to psychics 
trying to get the cord, cut the cord so I can move on. None of that. Mm-hmm. Will, obviously, that didn't work because you can't cut the cord with your own soul because you are your soul. So, <laughs> right. you know, I tried so many things. And finally, six months in, and like the 13th person I spoke with, I called in a psychic call-in line. And, you know, this, this was the first person who mentioned Twin Flames to me. And so I Googled Twin Flames, and mm. two things, like, popped up on Google. Now it's, like, pages, <laughs> two things. Right. And one of them was, <laughs> one of them was this, this lady in Australia who offered sessions. So I clicked signed up for those, and she became my teacher. She saved my life. In two weeks, I was feeling functional and normal again. In, like, 30 days, I was, I was happy. Um, within three months, my twin flame started blowing up my phone again and coming back in. And it was hmm. just, um, I mean, she saved my life. And then I continued to work with her, though, for, you know, two, up to two years because, you know, like I said, this is, this is just part of the whole ascension process. And I don't know, I just, for some reason, felt the urge to still work with her and learn more about, you know, my ascension process mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm really glad I did because then she passed on. And um, once her website was taken down, that's when I wrote Twin Flames Exposed. Um, just because I knew there had to be people out there going through the same thing. And now that my teacher wasn't here, they, would, they weren't going to be able to benefit from her teachings or anything. And as soon as I wrote the book, I started, people started reaching out to me who found the book on Amazon, like asking me to help them and uh, you know, it just kind mm. of grew from there, and, and <laughs> that's how I got into it. I mean, I was a lawyer before this all went down. Um, totally not even in the spiritual thing, but um, yeah, it's just I guess it's yeah. my purpose, right? They say you don't find your purpose, your purpose finds you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's you know that is a a distinct uh, you know change in, in the path you know that, that you're on, but but I think that's you know. I think that finds, I mean, you know, the idea that you were a lawyer first, you know, that comes with it a certain set of skills and perspectives on how to view life and, and, and various courses of action, you know, which is different, you know, very different from the, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, the spiritual. But but I think that, you know, having that background um, helps, would help you help others who are, you know, because the idea is, you know, it happens no matter what your role in life is, you know, that those kinds of things happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't change it. It happened the way it was meant to, right, right. you know, so yeah. Okay. So now when the, um, you, you found the twin flame, you had that, that, push pull, you know, split, uh, that, that sudden connection break broken and then comes back. Is, is this one of those things where, and when he came back, I'm assuming it's he, when the twin flame came back, um, is, is the, um, do you continue to interact indefinitely or is there a point where, it's kind of like you've learned all you could from that part of the soul, you know, that you've been interacting with. Or, or is, how, how do you know, um, I mean, does the journey ever end with a twin soul? <laughs> a twin soul, excuse me. Um, 
the journey never ends because it ends when we reach okay. ascension, which is probably not going to happen in this lifetime, but maybe in the next for some of us, you know, but, <laughs> okay. um, okay. yes, but, and it's yourself. So you never are separate. You can't, you know, cut yourself off, right. move on, get over yourself. You know, that that's not how it is. However, once you balance out the push, uh, for your base energy, it also simultaneously balances out the pull of the pull twin flame because, you know, it's polarity. And by definition for polarity, you need two. So if you take off, take away one polarity, the push, you're not going to have the pull. It's going it, to, it balances it out. So you're both okay. neutralized. And in that instance, your pain stops, your obsessive thoughts stop. You feel amazing. I mean, you're just so content and bursting and just blissful with yourself because you're so much more closely aligned with your truth and your soul and your soul is just miraculous. And so in that space though, you know, that is the only space that you can then really maintain a physical relationship with your twin flame. So you can do that. Um, You know, you can, you can do that, but you can also in that space and we have about half our students do this, choose to be with someone else physically, not the twin flame, at least, you know, Mm -hmm. for, you know, right now in this lifetime, you could never say never or always when it comes to physical relationships or anything, because (laughs) Uh nothing is eternal here in the physical world. So, you know, just for now, for whatever, in the moment. And, you know, so much about this, like all spirituality is about being present as much as possible, right? And, and being in the mm-hmm. present moment. So, you know, for, you know, in the present moment, they can, cho- they can choose to be with someone else. And this is very common because it's very common, actually, for twin flames, for one or both of them to be married or in other relationships with people, have families with other people when they start their journey with each other. And so a lot of people, you know, don't want to um, leave their families and, you know, they, they mm-hmm. want to stay with their original relationship and their spouses. Right. So, you know, and that's perfectly fine. You know, that's the thing. Once you have the balance within yourself, it's all about you and how good you feel. And then, I mean, you have, you're totally in charge, you know, it gives you all of your power. You see how, how powerful you are. And, you know, you're free to choose whatever you want because, you know, you, you realize you yeah. are in charge. Well, you know, I, I can see where, you know, getting to that place of that push-pull being neutralized um, and then the, the idea of um, operating as least as possible from fear. You know, I mean, like you said, you probably ascension probably may not be in this particular lifetime, but but working toward that. So so I can see where yeah. um, that would be the case. Now, um, if we are part of the same soul, or the twin flames are part of the same soul, and they are connected, you know, they get to the point where there's um, that, that soul recognition. Um, do, is, is it, I'm assuming then you don't really have to go out and find your twin flame. You just kind of need a heightened awareness maybe to them being around. What, what would you say to that? Not even you know, that. Some people <laughs> try to search, you know, but yeah. you won't be able to find it when you search because Okay. You know, um, well, I mean, you can find them. You probably know them. Like I said, everyone has crossed paths with a twin flame and everybody likes them. But most people, everyone probably knows who their twin flame or knows of them or has met them at one point. Um, but again, like you won't know. You don't know until you've had soul recognition and then, you know, the push-pull goes into effect. That's really the only way to know if someone is okay. your twin flame or not. 
Ah, okay. So you can no, try to find them, but you know, unless your soul has soul recognition, it's not going to make a difference, really. I mean, you know, it's just going to be okay. like any other relationship. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Now, there's twin flames. Is there triple flames? <laughs> you know, is there a possibility mm-hmm. to have more than one? No. Nope. No? It's, okay. it's for the duality purposes, so there just needs to be uh, polarity going on. So that's only two. Okay, okay. So um, now when it comes to, you know, the um, talking about the twin flame, and we kind of mentioned a little bit about soulmate earlier, can you um, identify the the difference between the two? I mean, you know, the um, yeah, just identify the difference sure. between the two. Of course. So the the twin flame is is the person that shares your soul. You're the exact same soul. Mm-hmm. And again, you can look at a soul as like a cloud of energy, an energetic field. You can look at it as an energetic frequency or wave, like a radio wave or something like that, right? Whatever you want to look at it as, it's energy. The soulmate, um, just like the name implies, is a mate of your soul. So it's another soul. It's another being of energy. And everything every living thing has a soul and is energy. So a soulmate can be, you know, there's all different kinds and degrees of them. Um, there, there's, you know, the romantic soulmates, which is everyone's probably mm-hmm. familiar with that terminology. Um, that's how most people think of a soulmate. But also family members are soulmates, friends are soulmates, and even pets are soulmates. Okay. Wow, that, that mm-hmm. expands the... Expands the um idea of what a soulmate is. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, because, you know, I, I, you know again, you know, I, I think, like you said, you know, we've come a long way, you know, from, you know, in the last about 10, 15 years in understanding, right. you know, the kind of the energetic um, basis for a lot of what we experience. And, um, and it, uh, yeah, it, it, I think, you know, it's an educational process. Um, so n- oh, yeah. now, is is there is there always? I mean, with that push pull, is that um, is there is there always pain involved? Is pain always involved in this soul recognition? Yeah, well, n- not right when the recognition happens. That's kind of like the build up. Okay. So that's the climactic part, okay. right? So that's that's mm-hmm. the fun part. But then, yes, once, once <laughs> okay. you reach the, reach the tipping point and the polarities build up enough where they start manifesting physically as the push-pull, then, yes, there's always pain um, and a lot of confusion and just a lot of um, really obsession. Um, you know, the, the, the pain, the actual pain of the core wound pain that we discussed, um, you know, like I said, that, that's on a spectrum. So some people might be floored by it. I was. Some people might just feel like, you know, kind of like a nervous, anxious type fluttering or clenching feeling, something like that, um, or anywhere in between. But so physical pain like that, that, that you know, varies in, in intensity and degree just depending on, you know, the person. Mm-hmm. But there's always, always the obsession, the obsessive thoughts. And oftentimes that's more confusing and really emotionally painful for people because, you know, they just don't recognize why they're being like this. They don't understand it, you know, when, you know, when you can't focus on anything else and it's just driving you crazy and you just don't understand why. It, it, it's, you know, it, it's very yeah. taxing on you emotionally and, and, you know, mentally. Yeah, so 
when that happens, that obsessive um, feeling, you know, the, the, the uh-huh. feeling, um, is, um, is simply recognizing the twin flame um, process as an origin or as a possible source for that is, is simply recognizing that to be the source um, lead to lowering or uh, eliminating that obsessive feeling? Well, that's the start. Um, it's first understanding okay. what's going on, but it, uh-huh. it, it doesn't eliminate the obsession in and of itself. There's, there's, there's actual um, techniques and like, um, you know, tools you need to do and, and combine kind of to do it. It's almost like a recipe. So, um, for example, I, we spoke about being present. Um, you know, mm-hmm. obsession is of the mind. And when you're present, you're out of your mind. And so it's very important to try to be present. But, of course, when you're so in your mind, it's very challenging to be present. <laughs> so, um, no. you know, it's, it's just a matter of the process of really um, seeing the thought, um, you know, catching them on time. Because some, sometimes, especially in the beginning, when our students first come to us, they're like bombarded by thoughts constantly, constantly, constantly. But the more that you actually can identify the thoughts and then uh, stop, we call it stop believing the thoughts really um, and trying to be out of your mind so much, uh, you know, the less persistent the thoughts come, become. And then, you know, they get less and less and less intense. And, you know, that's, that's, you know, but it's a process, like I said. And yeah. that's part of the process is, is dealing with the obsessive thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, it sounds, you know, when I think about twin flames, you know, again, my first thought was always goes to that, you know, from what I've heard, experiences people have had is, has been one of, of, of pain, you know, and heartbreak. Uh-huh. And you would know, sure. be like, oh, my God, why would you even want to do that? You know, um, if that's the case. Um but it sounds like that in, I guess, in the, I won't say in the long run, but in the, in the higher level of things, um, that, uh, that pain leads to self-discovery. And then, again, when you, you know, throw in that idea of transmuting fear into love, um, and, you know, it's, it's, to me it just sounds like it's a, like a, a setup for um, growth, for soul yes, growth. it is. Of course, yes, it is. It's, it's set up for, you know, advancing along our ascension path and process. And the reason it's so painful, I mean, there is a reason for everything. Our soul is orchestrating mm-hmm. everything and our soul is perfect. It doesn't make mistakes. And so everything happens for a reason, even if our minds can't fathom what that reason is, because our minds are very limited. Our soul is not. Our soul is limitless. Our minds can't even conceive of what our soul can even possibly do. Um, but, you know, so, um, so when people, uh, you know, the pain, it's happening for a reason. And the reason is that it needs to be that in order for you to wake up. I mean, this is like an awakening. And, you know, all pain, there's a reason for it. It never feels good. Obviously, it's painful. But, you know, even pain in our physical bodies, it's to alert us that right. something's going on that we need to see, Right. And so, 
it's the same thing with this. If this is your, the soul's wake up call to you. And if, if it wasn't more painful, just a little bit more painful than other heartbreak or <laughs> anything else you've went through, then you wouldn't pay attention. You'd be like, Oh, whatever, next, right. I'm moving on, you know, another another broken heart, but <laughs> amen. But it's it's not about that. Yeah, it's not about the physical uh relationship. Yeah. So it has to yeah. feel different. It has to, you know, your soul's waking you up here. Get like, your hey, attention. Pay attention. Yeah, it's got to get your attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, that's wonderful. Um, so we're down toward the end of the show, Elle. So um, how okay. how can people get in touch with you, and what are some of the services that you can offer people? Sure. So um, I recommend that they, they check out my book, Twin Flames Exposed on Amazon at first, and then check out our website, BeWithYourTwinFlame.com. Again, like you mentioned there, we have a lot of um, videos just explaining the general things of what Twin Flames are. We have a YouTube channel, Be With Your Twin Flame. We have a lot of videos on there. We're constantly posting videos. Um, and so that's, that would be very helpful for people if they're still, like, have questions about, you know, what this journey is about and stuff. Also, our Instagram is at Be With Your Twin Flame. We post a lot of content on there as well. And, um, yeah, we offer, we have books. We have um, downloadable uh, PDFs, the do-it-yourself system people can do if they think they're on a twin flame journey. And, they, again, schedule the free 15-minute clarity consultation if you think you could be experiencing this because, you know, we ha- our coaches are, are the best. <laughs> they, they've been where you are. They know what they're doing. And, you know, they can, they, they help people, we help people all day long uh, advance along their journeys. And then we also have a coaching program. It's um, our signature one is our entry level one is the magnetize your twin flame coaching program, which every single person that does that program has magnetized in their twin flame. So it has um, 100% success rate. Everyone who finishes magnetizes in their twin flame. So um, we're very proud of that. And, you know, we just love, you know, we're here to help and, you know, reach out to us any way you can. You can find all of that information on our website, beautyourtwinflame.com. Great. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time today, Elle. It's really been a, a joy, and, and you've answered a lot of my questions and changed my view of Twin Flame, so I appreciate oh, your, your insight. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. This was great. It was so much fun. Great. You're, you're very welcome. Again, everyone, today my special guest has been Elle Hari. And we have been talking about her new book, Twin Flames Exposed, why most of what you think you know about twin flames isn't true, and how understanding the truth is the key to being with your twin flame in this lifetime. And again, as Elle mentioned, you can find out more by visiting her website, which is BeWithYourTwinFlame.com. So everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Blog Talk Radio, Amazon Music, and Audible. To follow our show on any of those platforms, visit ByteRadio.me and select the one you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bite Radio Me. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch. <laughs>